The Life of Tony Blair is to be staged as a rock opera next year, featuring a cast of characters including Princess Diana and Saddam Hussein. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Tony, exclamation point, parentheses, a Tony Blair rock opera, will be performed <laughs> at the Turbine Theater at Battersea Power Station in London next February with lyrics by the comedian Harry Hill. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Key characters will be Alistair. Alistair Cam- uh, sorry, I can't say his name. Alistair Campbell, Peter Mandelson, mm-hmm. Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott, Osama bin Laden, George W. Bush, and oh. Blair's Chancellor and successor Gordon Brown. I'm just imagining this being the like somehow alternate universe version of the Green Day American Idiot musical. I think I that's what that it's going just for. Just now, that's yeah. exactly what it's going for. Uh, it says it's going to play fast and loose with the facts. depleted uranium rounds. <laughs> um, oh fast and loose with the facts. Love it. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I thought of was Hamilton, of course. Uh, and I still oh, have yeah. not put yeah. it past the fact that Tony Blair, much like... Well, I don't know if you guys know about the backstory of Hamilton, but Lin-Manuel Miranda has talked about, like, yeah, I was reading the book, and, like, he's, like, from the Caribbean, and his, like, hometown was destroyed by a hurricane. He had to move to the U.S., and he's, like, saying, like, and my dad's in Puerto Rico and all this stuff. And Tony Blair also yeah. came up with this wall in the Caribbean um, for his own reasons and thought, you know, all these young girls are young, scrappy, and hungry. <laughs> I just... Is it going to be like Hamilton where there'll be like a, a, a colorblind kind of thing going on with the casting where like everyone is a person of color except mm. the person playing Saddam and Osama bin Laden? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like two white guys, yeah. So, wait. With yeah. Two white guys doing really bad like Arab accents. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was about to think like, are they, so it's a musical, right? It's a rock yeah. opera, so Julia. Uh, it's a, a ro- rock opera. Yeah. So <laughs> are they going to be like super orientalist when Osama bin Laden is going to... another thing that went through my head too was that it's uh my chemical romances the black parade (laughs) but great song um, great album when i was when i was a young young boy no a young lad (laughs) come on i I invaded afghanistan (laughs) (laughs) beautiful um now Uh, i want to war really is the black parade (laughs) I, yeah, I, it is. It really is. <laughs> Part of the problem here is uh, London and their musical problem. I don't know if any of you are aware of this. They make too many musicals, and it is bad. Um, it is a sign of a of an empty culture, and they should stop doing it. That's my that's my personal opinion. <laughs> I was in. I mean, I was in London once, and they had. Uh, a musical and Jude Law was in it, so I wanted to see it. That's what was the musical? <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony, yeah, it was Jude, Jude Law, Law. Tony Blair. Well, it's, Jude it's Law, is Tony Soprano, <laughs> because Tony this Soprano, isn't the first, rock opera. This isn't the first Tony Blair musical. There's one from 2007 called Tony, all caps with an exclamation point, the Blair musical, which is also a satirical the comedy Blair, musical. The Tony Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry but this is just like those are way too similar like titles how has this not been a problem this seems like the kind of thing where like okay so this is the thing that happened in the UK when like UKIP was really popular there they was just a bunch of other stop making musicals that was the they problem stop making UKIP. musicals no <laughs> The problem was that there was like a bunch of these weird know nothing parties that like existed on the ballot mainly to confuse old people because there was like you know you know some Terfina <laughs> colonial spoils running for like UKIP in your area and then underneath would be like John John Johnnyson uh, from the British Independence Party and then underneath would be like UK Declaration Independence Party and this is a bunch of all these like knockoff parties trying to confuse old people Whoa. is that what's happening here? I feel like that's what's happening here. It could be. <laughs> it, it appears to be the same exact plot, too. Um, if, if you... All right, maybe you like musicals, but you have to admit that having a musical from 2007 being remade with the same exact plot 14 years later is a sign of a culture with no new ideas. That's that's their version of Spider-Man. They're going to have another one in, in eight years. With another I really young, like smooth alternate universe. boy actor. Um, yeah, I really, you know, there's like the amazing Tony Blair, and then uh, Tony Blair Noir <laughs> into the Blair into the into uh, the into the, the Blairverse. <laughs> Blairverse. 
Yeah. When Tony, Tony, yeah, when Tony Blair, Blair was a woman. <laughs> what if Tony Blair was a black kid is something I've always wondered myself. <laughs> what if t- Tony what if Blair, Tony Blair was his uh, high school heart sweetheart who like well, died? It's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's actually, we're not that far off. Uh, like there's something in the historical record we could get from this. Um, there's almost no information about this except in the Wikipedia in the Wikipedia and one theater website, mm. uh, there was a sequel to the original Tony Blair musical uh, one year later produced uh, at Edinburgh Fringe 2008 called, quote, Tony of Arabia. <laughs> what? No. no. There's no information about about it. Is it it's, it's just Tony Blair just slaughtering Iraqis for an hour and a half, right? You're going to have to... Well, he I is- think it was a one-time thing, so... You'll never uh, know. I mean, he the Iraq like, War was also a one-time thing, so that's you know. not true. <laughs> Still going on. He, several Iraq he is wars. Like, <laughs> he is the like the dark timeline version of Lawrence of Arabia. So yeah, I guess this makes yeah. sense. Yeah, without the without the gay pen pal. We don't know. Yeah, it was about to say <laughs> true. We don't. <laughs> Rob said this musical plays it fast and loose with the facts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this article also mentions that in 2016, there was Corbin the Musical, The Motorcycle Diaries. Again, not necessary. <laughs> what? Unnecessary. Wait, the Corbin the associated with the motorcycle? It premiered at the Water, Waterloo East Theater, written by Rupert Wait, Myers and Bobby Friedman. They called it The Motorcycle Bi- uh, Diaries? Yes. That's a shig. Uh, yeah, it's a, a, an illusion uh, uh, to, to the classic uh, shig. He's, he's a lefty, yeah. so um, he does. He does. So I have a little bit of the plot. Corbin is shig about Oh God, Jeremy Corbin just won't <laughs> stop going around doing vuvuzela everywhere. <laughs> um, it was that play, the Corbin musical, was set in a future where Jeremy Corbin, then labor leader, was prime minister, and Russia declared nuclear war on the West. Why would Russia oh, they're do literally that? just playing on the fact that he didn't want to use nuclear weapons in that one BBC entire, interview. What yeah. a bunch of fucking pussies! Yeah. God, I <laughs> the hate first the entire so much. Do you ever watch? Do you ever watch Question Time, where a bunch of like red-faced idiots are asking to like Corbin to be like, use nukes, do nuclear holocaust in the name of Britain, and he's like, no, no, I won't do it. Yeah. and then you're yeah. sitting there going like, this gives me an idea for a musical. <laughs> You just turn around to your piano. <laughs> Again, yeah, uh, Jeremy Corbyn's first action in the musical is he becomes prime minister and he's just like, I'm going to nationalize sausage. Yeah, there it goes. We did it. It's not a... Um, but it's a song. Again, I don't know how anyone could look at this and see a, a thriving culture. <laughs> anything, like, I, anything that is these type of political things are exactly what you just mentioned of no... No culture, nothing. Like it's just there to be like, oh, what if Jamie Corbyn was Che Guevara, and that's it. Like that's not an idea. That's just being British and stupid. I was gonna joke that this was the first musical based on an Economist op-ed piece, but it's probably not true. (laughs) (laughs) You're like this. The Corn Laws, the musical. What um, is it? Ben Bernanke? The musical? No, S- Silvio Berlusconi is a character in the Corbin musical. Wow! Oh God! Imagine, <laughs> imagine how they somehow are racist to the Italians in this. Is there going to be a song of him like the, on a yard or like having a party with a lot of young I just women being cool, <laughs> suspiciously young dancers? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> he just no. It'll be Silvio, Silvio Berlusconi would just be like have like the like Gaston song, but just. Gross. So, but, <laughs> wait, but this is like going to be in the Corbin musical or in the Blair musical? I don't know. Because it would this make sense the, in the Blair one. Yeah, right? So yeah, Blair is also, the timeline's all screwy. Guys, keep it straight. Tony Blair is also a character in the Corbin musical, and Silvio Whoa. Berlusconi is. And this Silvio is like, Berlusconi oh and Tony Blair and George like W. A... Bush were in another. Oh, so it's it's, it's like the Marvel show. Universe, yeah. <laughs> but of shit war criminals and one cool dude British who's politics. Jeremy Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and a cool Italian guy who's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is kind of funny. They say in the in, in the Corbin um, uh, in the Corbin musical that they present Blair as a Bond villain gliding around the globe, advising regimes on how to start wars. Uh, <laughs> and he's not the man he used to be on following an unfortunate incident at a pool party thrown by Berlusconi. So see, I told you, hey, pool party. <laughs> that's a good scene. That's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. good character. 
I so, feel that no matter how much I try to like pretend this isn't real, it just it sounds made up, doesn't it? It really just sounds <laughs> like we just threw shit at a wall. <laughs> these are like these are big theaters. I mean, not, they're not the biggest theaters in London, but they're big theaters. This is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> Where's like the corner Spady musical? Where's our Seriously, like? Seriously, that sounds like something <laughs> yeah. we would make up. But... Just four whippersnappers. <laughs> give it to anyone. Street like, of Berlin. Yeah, yeah where 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 do you, where do you get the idea from this musical from? I was watching some angry people yelling, and I was reading an op-ed in the Economist, and then <laughs> yeah. I thought, what if four Berliners had a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I just I heard these four dudes talking about Andreas Kluth a little bit too much, and like, damn, four what dudes. if? Thanks. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to your weekly Corner Spatey. We got the full gang here. Uh, it's myself, Nick, joined with Yulia. Hello. Uh, and Kieran. Hey. And Rob. Rob, also known as the Tony Blair of this podcast. Many have said. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that means. I don't, know what that means <laughs> I don't think it's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like it. Rob's just funneling money into us so we say nice things about him. <laughs> the Rob Snyder Institute for Robbing Being Rob. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we thought that our episodes would get less uh, um, insane with 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a good year. Yeah, a good year. Yeah, you know, uh, 2020, bad year. Everything yeah. left in, you know, new year, new us, new uh, uh, Cornish Beatties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> turns out uh, that Europe just decided to implode upon itself. And uh, we're here for that, kind of. It makes our yeah. jobs a little bit more fun. <laughs> it's so much easier than having to like plan and research like this whole topic about uh, like a very specific historical event in some European country that no one but me cares about. No, we get to talk about the news. The news. The news. <laughs> so, uh, which uh, dumpster fire of a country are we starting with? I think we're going to start with our uh, with the the Cornish baby favorite of Italy. Mamma mia! Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Prayers <laughs> up for Silvio, everybody. He may yeah, be first dead. Off, by the time yeah, this first comes off, out. yeah. Uh, uh, we we're recording on a Friday. This episode comes out on Monday. If Silvio Berlusconi has died, please, um, I will edit into this episode the in the eyes of <laughs> an angel. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, the montage of the sexy women, you know. No, it's, it's what's her face. Also, you can be Sarah McLaughlin, and then you say, for one dollar, you t- can fund the next Bunga Bunga party to keep the hope alive. <laughs> and this tradition. It's just like really sad models. Yeah. <laughs> for just for just one euro a month, you can sponsor a fifteen year old girl. Allegedly sponsor a fifteen. Allegedly. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I do. I do want to clear up a, a fact really quick. Um, Silvio Berlusconi. There's some confusion. Why he's in the hospital? He did. It was a routine procedure. To, he was getting a rib removed so he could suck his own dick. Um, don't listen to all the other rumors. And despite what yeah. what you know now outdated German medical literature says, uh, that's not Italians can't naturally suck their own dick. They do have to have a rib removed. <laughs> so you know, if it comes out the other end, you know. <laughs> you, you need you need the little things Powerful. in life when when you're uh, you know in your golden years <laughs> of like yeah. 94 or whatever however old he is on aging 94 yeah. he's he is old. no it's he's, all that adrenochrome you know mm. forever young also cue the song <laughs> but he is like made of plastic yeah. Um, so I can only assume that he's gone into surgery to make himself even more powerful. Yeah. Um, um, also, cue uh, Madonna's "Material Girl." <laughs> 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 but yeah, as supposedly he is fine. He is in like his. I'm not sure if this is. Uh, he's in Monaco, which is, is the ex- funniest shit to me. He's in Munich. No, he's not. Is, is, hmm? You translated hmm. the page from Italian, which Monaco and Monaco are the same in Italian. Oh, maybe shit. What, what? Oh, interesting. 
which one would make more sense? I mean, Monaco would make more sense. Well, I mean, Munich is basically the Monaco of Germany. So yeah, but <laughs> I don't think, I don't yes, think I the like German the health theory. system understands how to deal with. Excuse me, we have Navalny sexual here. Prowess okay. that is. <laughs> Maybe you know, Berlusconi's Germany, getting. Go ahead. Yeah, no, he's in Munich. Oh, what? Oh, see? Oh, oh. Turn up. Uh, it's Germany's getting the, uh, <laughs> Maybe he's getting, getting the tea. He could be getting but the no, experimental treatment at Kimsey that Bob Marley got. <laughs> Maybe he well, he's in only yeah. the Germans know how to, you know, yeah. use those essential oils. Exactly. Like Germany saves all your world leaders here or ex world leaders. <laughs> country leaders yeah true uh, potential ones true, like because yeah, the french <laughs> he killed was yasser arafat in france see yeah see uh, okay germany doesn't germany. have anyone on their list yet yeah, exactly <laughs> he was hospitalized in munich and then flown to monaco uh, <laughs> no way because they're all like the translation he went, error yeah. He went to Monaco from Monaco to Monaco. Yeah, so I think that <laughs> after that he seeing like, he got to the to the to the hospital in Munich, and they just were like, "Oh, we're going to treat you this with tea," and he just did <laughs> not want that. He's like, "No, no, no, I I some, want to suck my own dick." Yeah, just need to drink so, some chamomile tea. <laughs> yeah, enough enough chamomile tea will get you to suck your own dick yes. without surgery. So the news was confirmed by Alberto Zangrio. The That's personal doctor. <laughs> it's, it's, it's his name. The personal doctor and founder of Forza Italia. King. Wait. Yep. Yeah, getting my personal doctor to found me a political party. That's let's go. Beautiful. Wait. For real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Alberto Zangrillo or Zangrillo. Um, yeah. So he visited. Gonna him get a. In- gonna get a. a, a, a a picture of Sangrillo. Exactly, that's, and that's, Be- that's, that's what I was Bepe thinking Grillo. of. Yeah. <laughs> Bepe Grillo, Zangrillo. Um, yeah, no, Zangrillo, apparently, Zangrillo, goddammit. Um, okay, so he was hospitalized in Munich. His personal doctor went to, was flown into Munich to visit him, and he was just like, no, this German hospital is no good. We have to send him <laughs> to the Principality of Monaco. Wow. I mean, I, I, I respect that hustle. Yeah. So yep. he's he's in Monaco getting uh, a new heart, probably like a more powerful heart, <laughs> even more unstoppable. Scary. Yeah, it's a um, it's a like a heart designed by Lamborghini or something. <laughs> he's like, gonna it's become made- Iron Man. So he's just <laughs> it's 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 made of the material that those like see through riot shields are made of. Yeah. It's just like it's <laughs> space age future technology. We can't even deal with it. But it's Italian, so it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> He will be a very strong corpse. Um, uh, yeah, pray, yeah, prayers up for my dad. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Cornish BT line is that uh, we never talk shit about my dad on the show. My dad, Silvio Berlusconi. <laughs> uh, yes, he yeah, the number one Patreon on on Patreon dot com forward slash Cornish Beatty Silvio Berlusconi. But the the we should probably get to the actual Italian news. Oh right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Oh whatever, yeah. We're fucking, which uh, sex criminals dead now? Um, all right. So, oops, I don't really know where to start with this other than Renzi's being a bitch. Yeah, it's so fucking <laughs> funny. Uh, Renzi's doing like. Italian 5D chess, which is obviously uh, breaking a coalition so that the, the right can win. Look, I did not come to Rome to make friends. Yeah, but he also said the same thing. <laughs> the march, famously with the March on Rome, yeah. I didn't come here to make friends. Yeah. I came here to specifically, win. Yeah, specifically, uh, uh Benito Mussolini was just really in that like no new friends mode when he fucking did the march on Rome. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so where to start with this? Okay, so I I was reading the news as it was coming out, and it's so funny watching like the newspapers' lines change on this of just like you know Renzi's threatening to like dissolve the government because for anyone who doesn't know, Renzi has this like stupid party called Italia Viva, which sounds like <laughs> Hey Italia Viva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that reminds me of that music TV, yeah, TV channel in Germany. Oh yeah, Viva. Yeah. yeah, Viva. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what he does. It reminds yeah, me of it, Bulgarian it, summer for some weird reason too, but okay. It's a little bit of that. The energy it gives to me, and this is also just the visual that Matteo Renzi gives me, is 
uh, he gives me the like he gives off the impression of like a substitute teacher that does not have control of the like students he's like yes. in charge of because <laughs> it's a lot of just like I'm into football yeah Italia Viva and then they just like wedgie him gonna <laughs> um, <laughs> change their names or something um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, what happened is the coalition is five star movement, uh, Partito Democratica or whatever the 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 Democratic Party, the like neoliberalized sock dem party, and then Renzi ages ago made his own party so he could be Macron, but in Italy, and Damn, he's been like holding Italian Macron, <laughs> Italian Macron, better known as Macaroni. Um, is the like holding this coalition together? He then pulled out, um, threatened to pull out. Everyone was like, "He's and not Italian." You would just... never do that. You nope. stop it. Italian <laughs> politics always functional, always going as they should. Um, then he pulled out, and everyone was like, "Why did you do that?" And he's just like, "Cause I Matteo fucking Renzi." <laughs> seems to be his entire idea behind it and i want more power and i think this is how i get it okay well, uh, that went very well very the first small time he tried stuff very small <laughs> side caveat uh have any mm. of you except for yulia and myself been watching bridgerton i've seen bridgerton yes okay so. you know when like there's that like two episode arc of him just pulling out and just giving like the most intense nutting faces <laughs> Yes. yes. This is that on the in the honeymoon. form of politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fun visual to have while I'm reading these but like, very sophisticated the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't want to no, he just, he just doesn't want to have the responsibility <laughs> yes. of, of Italian politics. Out. So he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking keep just nutting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> nutting on the bed sheets, yeah. yeah. Uh, the bed sheets of Italian politics. All right. So most of this seems to be driven by um, Renzi hating the pr- the prime minister Conte. Mm. Uh, Again, no because, new friends. Yes, Conte has pitched himself as a centrist. Conte has like successfully taken up the space that I think Renzi and his new party wanted to take up. But all the polling shows that like Conte is like way more popular than renzi so renzi's like being a it's my fucking birthday and i'll cry if i want to uh, <laughs> kind of energy <laughs> it's a, my party i'll cry if i want to <laughs> yes um and so like okay this quote is basically what's happened and i, I agree with this quote massimo dilemma uh del dilemma former uh, uh former. maximum dilemma yeah, maximum dilemma. Uh, former former prime minister, um, he basically mocked Renzi's bid to oust Conte as the most unpopular man in Italy, demanding the head of the most popular man in Italy. Oh, which is true. Um, <laughs> like something like seventy, no, eighty five percent of the Italian pu- public do not believe Renzi has. Like this is before he did this. Do not believe Renzi has the nation's interest at heart, according to a poll. Eighty-five percent of the fucking country is like, you know, you don't even want to be Italian. Well, they were obviously right because he left him with like no majority in the fucking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. During this fucking shit show of a time. Yes. I just get yeah. the feeling that then one like one of his friends was just like, dude, do it. I fucking dare you. <laughs> drop, <laughs> drop that cold. The mad yeah, lad did it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just so, just Renzi sitting in the bathtub, his friend being like, "Damn, he's a madman." <laughs> he said he would lie down on the floor, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the main kind of like so hmm. basically, his criticism of the Conte government is. Uh, he's doing too much social democracy and he's not doing enough Ew. neoliberalism Ew. which I would like to do. <laughs> yeah, this is Renzi's criticism of the government. Uh, um, they don't which is also enough. like wa- a lot <laughs> of like... Yeah, basically. There's a lot, like, a lot of what of the, the centrist like, publications in Italy are saying at the moment. Um, like Bocconi School Economists accusing Conte of creating a new Venezuela... And imposing a North Korean style. That's you quote, can't say that as an Italian. You live in Italy. 
<laughs> nope, North Korean style, baby. Um, layoffs ban in response to COVID nineteen. So like, th- there are a bunch of people who are like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have done like the firing freeze or whatever. Um, it was like a decent, like the bare minimum of what you should do during these times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they accuse his administration of racking up debts, which will be offloaded onto younger generations while doing nothing to invest in their future. Uh, Italia Viva and. Um, Luigi Maratin, who was the former like economist under Renzi and now a member of Italia Viva, uh, recently defended all the things they did in, in 2008, like the privatization, privatization spending cuts. Beautiful. Um, their vision of doing something for the uh, youth of the future is to um, slash labor protections so that supposedly Italian youth will be easier to hire. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of what they're thinking. They want to turn Italy into like what, like a right to work like country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they already don't have a minimum wage, so woo. Mm. Um, Italy has that like union negotiated minimum wage, but now like no one's in a union, so it's like weird. Um, yeah. The there's a lot of theories about whether this would start an election, which I think a lot of commentators are saying that's not Renzi's plan. <laughs> uh. Which is good because the polling kind of looks like Italy would just go like fascist in a heartbeat yeah. if there was an actual election. Um, fascism in Italy, who could imagine? Um, well, but that's the, the thing though, is that like the right wing parties have chimed in saying that they want to trigger elections, yeah. which they can't yeah, do. Because they do f- yeah, because they'd, they'd win. Well. They'd, they'd, mm-hmm. I mean, we'd be you know having uh, uh, Prime Minister uh, Matteo Salvini in a heartbeat. Oof, yeah. So there's like okay, so uh, Italian constitutional law. Don't don't say I don't do my fucking research. Um, basically, says that the president of Italy, Mister Mattarella, um, his term expires in February 2022, and no elections can happen in the six months before that date. So they'd oh. either have to have an election before August of this year, or they'd have to wait until after that. So what do we want to bet so, on? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm not a betting man, but the, so... The other possibility of what Renzi's trying to do here is also equally terrifying, which is if he can just rejig the existing coalition so that another uh, bureaucrat is made prime minister, not Conte, and instead, the, some of the names that people in uh, Italia Viva have floated is... Maybe Mario Draghi gets pointed. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> gets pointed as the bureaucrat leader of uh, Italy. Wow. Uh, Just let, so him, no let him retire for fuck's yeah. sake. I mean, like, not that I like Mario Draghi, but just leave him alone. Oh, God. Ugh. What a bunch of nerds, too. Like, what the fuck? I like People the idea like, of... Right, here's um, the th- Oh no, just the people who find central bankers like able to control a country are just No, this is that like this is this is the ne like our neoliberalism have, has come to life. Yeah. But yeah. in Italy I'm surprised you to know they love Renzi over there. Yeah. Uh which but it's Italy and it would somehow be worse yet comical at the same time, and I know that it would produce a lot of content for us, so <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea that Italy will just only have like technocrat, unelected, or like you know what I mean, yep. just like an an, yeah. an appointed uh, prime minister. It's basically trying to take the politics out of politics <laughs> with that kind. Oh of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Renzi would love that because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one wants to vote for him. <laughs> I'm sorry, the, the the figure I said earlier was, it's actually not 85%, it's 87%. <laughs> wow. I got I'm the expecting a much lower there. number, but no, somehow we got it two <laughs> points off. We got, yeah, that's, uh, that's Kira's, I want like the ticker tape coming in here, being like, popularity of Matteo Renzi. Yeah. So, um, it's not looking good. Also, the I think the other problem is, I mean, this is not like, new insight or anything but italian viva is like one of like 12 centrist parties that are vying to be italy's centrist party 
and they all get like one percent of the vote each. Como se dice the bachelor. <laughs> but we've got like el bachelor. We've got, te- <laughs> we've got a party that's just called Plus Europa. That's the centrist party in Italy. Uh, we've got another party called Azione, which sounds delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, it means action. Okay, Azione. And uh, yeah, you've you've also technically got Forza Italia. (laughs) Forza Italia are like now in the center, mainly because the other like parties to the right wing of them have gone buck wild. But yeah, beautiful. So, do we have any uh, prognostications? Are we going to put our our chip down anywhere? That's what I ask when. Like I yeah. said, do we have any? Bets? I said I'm not a betting man, so I'm not gonna. I'm putting no wagers on this one. I'm not gonna. I'm putting it all. I'm not gonna on guess not Italian fu- the future of Italy on this show. No, yeah, no, Italy, no, no. It can be very chaotic. I'm gonna guess yeah. uh, nothing happens. I mean, yeah, I'm with Rob on this one because uh, both Five Star and uh, Partito Democratica have both like backed Conte. And oh, okay. they ju- most insiders in Italian politics seem to. Uh, here's the quote here. Multiple Italian media reports on Friday suggested Mr. Conte's frantic race to find enough lawmakers to save his premiership was making progress and that government insiders were confident he would survive. Um, so I, I think Renzi's just kind of shit the bed. Yep. Like he did before with the referendum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he always uh, tries, you know. He, he tries to be very strategic about things. I know, right? He you fails. think he's playing 5D chess, but actually everyone else was playing checkers. Yes. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to Renzi just, like, failing further i i'd like Again. that i like the yeah because he's this he's like italy's tony blair and i really like to imagine him just going on the same trajectory but like worse can we get a musical just, made of him yeah but it will be made by like you know <laughs> no it'll be a martin scorsese movie because he's italian <laughs> now that that would be sick <laughs> It's, it's yeah it's actually just it's it's actually a backdoor pilot for sopranos the musical but we just had to get like some butts in seats so we attached the renzi name to it um yeah i'm looking forward to him failing that's what i hope will happen here and what i think will happen we'll find out on tuesday yay hooray <laughs> hooray tune in then so stay tuned <laughs> yeah we'll do a special podcast to laugh at renzi yeah live stream the italian uh, uh fail son <laughs> Live stream. Look at him. He's going to cry. Look at him. I bet you he's going to fucking cry. <laughs> All right. What other countries have just shot themselves in the f- foot to, uh, this week? You got what? The we Netherlands also- and, and what? Estonia? Yes. Estonia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? It, Roll it, the it, dice, Kieran. Which one do we want to uh, go with first? Well, I'm going to go with the Netherlands because speaking of just like nothing fucking happens. Um, All right. I yeah, love I talk how the Netherlands government dissolves a year after they just bullied the rest of Europe being like, if you have the responsible ones, we're not going to like mm. agree to Euro bonds and whatnot. And it's just all like, yeah. Um, what were the other countries who were part of the like the frugal four? Oh, uh, yeah. Austria, Sweden, and Finland. Yeah. yeah. Germany was in there too, I guess, but they were technically on the fence or something. Yeah, but I just love how like the Dutch, the Dutch, the people who like think that they're like, um, uh, uh, yeah, like just the cover of that magazine that then like, oh, we're the we're the industrious ones, this and that. That it's like no, nah, <laughs> yeah. like you're damn just a, lazy Italian style. Damn lazy Italians didn't pool. figure out how to turn Amsterdam or whatever fucking other city just into a post box for for you know tax <laughs> evasion. For capital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of that, we'll actually we'll we'll hopefully see a little bit of revenge in that uh, in that front, just a little bit. So I don't, I would actually outline because I think the the story that's kind of got buried here is the the scandal that is undoing this government is actually fucking monstrous. Um, did any of you guys hear about the scandal that actually caused them to all resign? No, nope, partially. Yeah. Right, okay. So, 
this is claimed a couple of people, including like the leader of the opposition, because they were in government when it happened. Um, so what it was is, and what it's being like talked about is just child's be- child benefits controversy, right? That's that's oh, that's all yeah, that's being yeah, said. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. So what this actually was was thousands of Dutch families were falsely accused of defrauding the state and harassed by civil servants for tens of thousands of euro. Uh, an example of this was a 46-year-old chef, father of two, uh, was asked suddenly to repay 60,000 euro <laughs> to the Dutch government. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this resulted in his divorce uh, in, oh. his, in his family. Oh my yeah, God, uh, the Dutch government is destroying marriages. They're destroying families. Yeah, the Dutch government, yeah. the ultimate home wrecker. Oh yeah. my God. Um, this is why, this divorce- is why I'm an anarcho-capitalist now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the government took like most of his stuff, the including state wants his to fridge. Take my waifu. Yeah, he took his wife, his fridge, his car, and forty percent of his salary to pay it back. Wow. Uh, this happened in I want to say 2003 is when the scandal was ongoing. Uh, it was like the beginning of the scandal. This affected about. Uh, 10,000 different families with aver- the average amount being requested from them being 30,000 euro. <laughs> the out average of the blue. amount. Yeah. Wow. The average amount. Um, they've all received 30,000 euro now in compensation, at least. What, they can't uh, get their wives more. back, though. No, they oh. can't get their fucking wife <laughs> back. And that fridge, I loved that fridge. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> um... But also, the families, all these families are still fucking pissed off. (laughs) So they're now doing, like, a joint lawsuit against five politicians who uh, handled this, including, from the story that Nick mentioned earlier, a one Wupka Hoekstra. Oh, yeah. We talked about him before. involved in this. Yeah, yeah. The the austerity hawk that was like, Mm. yes, you Southern Europeans, you need to tighten your belts and... I don't know, okay. harass Italian families for money, I guess. <laughs> See, I always know, I always know when 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 there's that level of compensation, you know, like no, he's hiding something. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But this was and a- it's and it's uh, uh uh I guess just in this case being a piece of shit, but Yep. Oh yeah. But the other thing is is like this was defraud like this was supposedly these families were defrauding them over like child benefits. And like the guy who was talking about the 46-year-old chef was, like, very confused when people were coming to his house to take his fridge. He was just, like, pointing to his two children, being like, I have two yeah. children. No, it's, They're right there. It does sound like like a, an absurd situation where it's like, yeah, I don't... I, I barely know how, like, benefits and stuff work, but you're just doing what you think you're supposed to do, and then they're just like, nah, actually, you're not. We're going to come take it. And then, then what do they say? Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> actually, you were right. Yeah, a lot of the families they talk in 2000 yeah. sorry no, no, go ahead go, go ahead Dita. uh no it's okay rob sorry <laughs> All, uh, um and a lot of the families were um uh from what i've seen like dual nationality or like there seems to be like you know profiling going on in it so um they are harassing oh, you know tar- the targeted minorities yeah, because it's like it's also a it's an income thing as well. Because I don't think they have like universal child mm. benefits packages. Basically, it's like it is means tested because it's mm. the Netherlands. Um, so it is going after lower income people, which yeah, definitely has like a profiling aspect to it. I'm sure. Um, they, yeah, because they, they they probably do some bullshit, being like, "Oh, you didn't fill in the form correctly because you can't speak Dutch good enough, or whatever the <laughs> fuck." Um, that would be the rationale they'd give themselves. I'm sure. So, this resulted in uh, a handful of people from Rutte's uh, party resigning, as well as the head of the PVDA, the Labour Party, the centre-left party, uh, has resigned over this as well. And the same week, the leader of the Christian Democratic Alliance, which is in government, also resigned because he's the health minister and Corona is going too bad and he's sorry. <laughs> so everyone's uh, gone. <laughs> So basically, He's like, people won't be as mad gone. at me if I also resign, if I just slip yeah. out the door. <laughs> uh, can you hold that door? I'm coming. 
<laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when the first one gets up and leaves, you're kind of like, okay, I'm going to leave right yeah. now. If I wait longer, you know, people are... We're all at a party we don't want to be <laughs> exactly. at. Exactly. <laughs> they, they can walk to the U-Bahn together. It's you like, know. Oh, oh, you're leaving. Yeah. Oh, do you take the, the U-Bahn? <laughs> yeah, okay, me yeah. too. <laughs> Great. Which, which direction are you going? Oh, yeah, yeah I'll go with you. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to vetting. I don't live anywhere near there. I just want to yeah. go. <laughs> Um, the other, the other quote that I, yeah, (laughs) yeah, actually I wasn't done being out. I just hated that. Um, (laughs) the other quote that I loved, which is just like some normal Dutch shit, I guess, uh, which I want to investigate this later, but Mr. Rub, Mr. Rutter's cabinet meets on Friday with pressure mounting for a collective resignation over the affair that has happened now as time of recording. It would be the Netherlands' first government resignation in nearly 20 years when a coalition led by Wim Kok resigned following an investigation into the Netherlands' role in the Sabrenica massacre. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I need to look into that. Whoa. The Dutch government does not resign for just about anything. It's like, nope. yeah, we defrauded all these poor mixed background families out of thousands, tens of thousands of euro, and also the Sabretica massacre. That's what we leave for. <laughs> Sounds like the Netherlands. No chomp <laughs> testified in defense of the Dutch government that it never happened. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I always knew Noam Chomsky was Dutch. Um, <laughs> no, no serious person who isn't Dutch has the first name Noam. Um, all right. So uh, the other thing... The other two shitty things that is happening with this is that there is an election in two months and Mark Rutta, the the guy who just resigned, is still going to be in charge for the next two months as like a caretaker government. And uh, the guy is also known in Dutch media as Teflon Mark because no fucking scandal sticks to him ever. Oh, shit. And the polling is, yeah, and the polling is still really good for his party. It looks like every other party is just going to suffer because of this, except for the far right. Mm. So that's fun. It'll be a fun election in March. That, but like, why? Like, isn't he just like a typical? Bureau- like, why does he have this Teflon ability? He's just some I, bureaucrat. Because it's far I was, right. I mean, we've seen I mean, that several times. And far right candidates, if they're involved in scandals, it's not necessarily something you know that mm. the voters would. I don't but know. This, like this is depends this on is how no, much like you this, care the, about the, families that get child support, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the like that's definitely the base of like Mark Rota's party is yeah. kind of like this, um, you know, like the the lesser poors or whatever. Yeah. But like, I was talking to uh, Svenvest mm. in uh, Discord about this, and he's just like, "Yeah, just uh, people will ask him tough questions at conferences, and then he like smiles and laughs, and that's the end of it." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, because yeah. he's hot, cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's just doing, you know, like, sorry guys, like I'm doing hot girl shit, and yeah. you know, <laughs> that's it. Uh, the other thing that's also kind of toothless about the opposition is because Teflon Mark is so fucking popular. Um, the classical opposition party of the PVDA doesn't want to run any of their popular candidates as like the new leader. Like all of the liked members of the PVDA are not running for leadership because they're like, I don't want to like lead this party to lose against Mark Rutta Mm. because we will. (laughs) So yeah, Netherlands, more of the same, but like in a really horrible way. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can stop the Mark Rutta juggernaut. Apparently, the, the Rutta not. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. Oh, oh dear. It's it's getting so when will this handsome man ever recover from this heart troubles? Oh, oh. Oh, I didn't see you there. I'm I'm a manga cask nurse, I guess, caring for caring for Silvio Bertasconi who's dying here in front of me or living forever. I'm not very good at my job. When I'm not caring for sick, rich pedophiles, allegedly, I'm I'm listening to my favorite German podcast, Corner Spatie. It's in English, so I can understand it. I speak English because I'm from Monaco. Yes. Anyway, uh, you can support them at patreon.com forward slash Corner Spatie. And... Uh, Donate to them after you've done donating to the Save Silvio Bertasconi Fund. Ah, there you'll get extra episodes about like the NBA and and uh, cyberpunk. 
Oh, oh no! Oh, doctor, get in here! He's 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 becoming too sexy. Mamma mia! <laughs> <laughs> they really got Monka Cass. I Monk. think so. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe's short story sound and word. <laughs> no, we're keeping that in. <laughs> Next country is Estonia. Yay. Estonia. 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 Wait, are you oh recording? my god. What? Are you yeah, recording? yeah, we're all yeah, recording. We're on. Oh, okay. It looks different. <laughs> Estonia, like an e-girl, I guess. Yes. Um, e-girl Estonia, yes. E-girl Estonia. Mm. Belle Delphine That's their, the country. That is their new, like, digitalization uh, uh, strategy is we're becoming an e-girl. The whole nation is becoming uh, this is, an e-girl. This is my Estonian prime minister um, uh, um, impersonation. Um, every single Estonian will get a Belle Delphine. <laughs> I'm Estonian. Oh, I hate order. I hate ordering Estonian like gamer girl bath water, and it just ends up being like water from the Baltic Sea. God damn it! Um, all right. So speaking of girl boss energy, mm-hmm. like the ultimate girl boss, Belle Duffy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Estonia looks like it's going to get their first female prime minister. Wow. Uh, it is I, yeah. Belle Delphine, Prime Minister of <laughs> Estonia. <laughs> why, is, why wasn't this the Patreon bit? Yeah. Bernie Sanders, Belle Delphine. <laughs> also President of Estonia. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Wait, sorry. I just Googled Belle Delphine. Do you know her, her latest controversy is that she sparks outrage over X-rated kidnap photos? Oh, oh. apparently, it's apparently all all the news. She's cosplaying as a kidnapped person. I'm assuming. Wow. Yes. POV. Yes. Not that she's like kidnapped someone. Kid- in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like, yeah, it's like sub to my OnlyFans and I'll kidnap someone for you. Um, all right. So the uh, the this this next person, who I think, I think Yulia might have some stuff to say about this. Yeah. The new female prime minister is one uh, Kaya Kalas, the leader of the Reform Party and daughter of former prime minister Seem Kalas, um, who, yeah, Reform Party and Centre Party are forming a coalition. So that's basically what's happened after the scandal, which is what I focused on first, because then I looked up what the Reform Party has historically done and their politics are insane. I hate it. I hate it so much. Have you seen this? It's terrible. <laughs> it's called reform. But, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Change Estonia from what it was into something completely unrecognizable. Exactly. Um, so, former accomplishments of the reform party. 0% car- uh, corporate tax in the nation of yeah. Estonia. Introducing the flat ta- income tax rate of oh. 22%. Yep, for everyone. Estonia, where you get the Herman King nine 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 plan. They've also raised VAT before. Okay, what? What's VAT? yeah? <laughs> they just really love regressive taxation. V- uh, VAT tax, yeah, like sales tax. Sales, sales oh, tax. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. 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 German. <laughs> uh, no, no that's sorry. Right. Yeah, it's ba- basically the neo, like uh, impersonation of neoliberalism in the Baltics, and it's something weird because I mean, no, not a great fan of the like now coalition <laughs> of parties. No, no, it was all, it was all <laughs> but, bad. <laughs> like the yeah, choices are all terrible. That's that's a typical like Balticum like choice, the Baltic choice that you have. It's either mm. like weird as far right nationalist parties or yeah. like super neoliberal parties or both together. It doesn't matter if you're Latvia. Um. Yeah. You can have it all, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's Latvia. You don't really have um. a great choice in that sense. And you don't, um. I mean, even like something that is called kind of like left leaning, like now like now prime minister party kind of co- coalition the center party yeah the center yeah, yeah exactly left leaning but goes in a coalition with a far right party just to have not the center right as like the because they kind of like could have taken the the seat as like prime minister um as the majority but they the mm. it was 
it was they were not able to because the left leaning in in quotes um, started a coalition with the far right. So this yeah. is this is Estonia, <laughs> ladies and this gentlemen. St- <laughs> my my favorite thing about the supposedly left leaning party, which is called the center party, yes. <laughs> and the supposedly center right party, yes. which is called reform party, yes. which is taxes suck party, I guess. Uh, both of them are members of ALDA. Yeah. They're both like allied liberal democrats of Europe. But they don't like each other. <laughs> but they don't like each other apparently. But uh, now they're in coalition with each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the new goal of the reform party is to lower the flat tax from twenty two percent to eighteen percent. That's their like big campaign promise this election cycle. That's beautiful. So yeah, just the states <laughs> is not going to have like any money except for maybe. Oh, they also want to eliminate dividend tax. So there's just going to be, like, no taxes. I mean, that makes sense. You mean a country that's just propped up by finance, like, finance capital, just wants to make it easier for finance capital to cuck them? I mean, that is what the Baltics were, like, transformed with, like, or reformed or whatever they want to call it. But, like, the Mm. transformation... uh, In the 90s, the Baltics were concentrating on a lot of finance capital. And that is what their economy was based yeah, on. That's why they going, got baby. kicked in the ass when the financial crisis happened. And they <laughs> got out of that you shit. You know, second by time's a charm when finance capital is even more wild than it was in 2008. Yeah. I mean, but they got, like, unfortunately, they're praised as, like, the wunderkind of, of austerity because they mm. uh, tightened the belt even They further. did more austerity to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> then, then the... IMF would ever suggest to a country. So the Baltics are fucking brutal when it comes to this. Yeah. And and the people There's... love it. The, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they keep voting that shit. I don't get it. It's I did it's I did look into the 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 base of the reform party is supposedly like they're they've got the youngest base. Yeah. Um they've they appeal both to ethnic Estonians and ethnic Russians in equal mm. uh, equal amounts. How do they do that? And uh <laughs> Would it surprise you to know that, like, zero taxation uh, party uh, overwhelmingly supported by men? What? Um, (laughs) Men (laughs) hate taxes. (laughs) Just an entire army of Estonians wearing fedoras. Oh, God. Hell yeah. simping, Simping for... First female prime minister, <laughs> Kaya Callas. Belle Delphine, it is I, <laughs> Belle Delphine, the first female prime minister of Estonia. <laughs> I somehow sound um, like if Bernie Sanders and Archer came together. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, Who wants to drink of my bathwater? <laughs> go, go ahead. If, if you look at like the, all, everything around like the airport of Tallinn, for example, it's just hmm. like a little tech startup paradise. So, I mean... And it's also the pride of Estonia. <laughs> this are, they, they have a fucking gym in there mini airport they have a gym <laughs> they Rob's also ears just I, 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 I honestly did don't knock for that free. Okay? it's been months they've got to pick it out over there in Estonia he's just going to take a flight to Rob's going to go take a flight get yoked and then yeah. come back to Berlin you can also and sleep like, in like little sleeping pots there so yeah you can just stay right, in the you know. airport also, also good the sleeping I guess yeah. yeah um the the yeah i just love that metaphor of it was like here's the here's the tech startup hub that we've created right beside the airport so when all that capital we made just gets flown straight out of the country <laughs> <Exactly>. immediately <laughs> yeah, that's a um, for you. no but like let's, yeah. let's speak about the scandal actually what happened yes. also something that is very yes. <laughs> so the 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 previous coalition, as uh, Yulia mentioned, was also kind of garbage because it was headed up by the center party uh, with support from a smaller party called Sema. Is Sema? Mm. I, I've forgotten. They're boring. Um, I can actually, I can just look it up real quick. Isema. Uh, There's a lot of vowels in it. It's very Estonian looking. <laughs> and also, but more importantly, Ekra. The like. Oh yeah. Imported alt right American. Estonian party um they're like a far-right party in Estonia but that they just keep doing like weird like turning point shit um it's very American influence they did like one of the guys when he was being sworn in into the uh the 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 parliament the the re re or whatever it's called 
uh, literally did the like okay hand gesture while being sworn in because yeah. that yeah. was like epic or whatever. And they're very um, online well, over there. When, I, when, I I'm sworn in, online. when I'm sworn in to my first governmental position, I'm going to do soy face. So. <laughs> poggers. Yeah, poggers. Poggers, I'm now an Estonian MP. When I get uh, when I get sworn in, let's all decide what we're going to do because I've always been planning on doing the Johnny Manziel money finger rub. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna do hang, hang loose. Just I'm gonna do actually. I take oh. mine back. I'm gonna do the 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 Naruto like hand thing. Oh. <laughs> the jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> and disappear in a puff of smoke. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with my original answer. I'm just going to do like pog face. Uh, I will be I will be Estonia's first poggers champ. Yeah, there you go. They're looking for a new <laughs> poggers. Estonia would right? think that's so cool. Yeah, they would. Yeah. I'd be made their king. <laughs> You are Belle Delphine, the first female <laughs> prime minister of Belle Delphine, of first of her name, Slayer of Finns. That will be sick when Estonia goes like full far right because there's all these memes about, um, you know the you know guys, you guys know the Hungary memes with like you have to celebrate Hungarian culture and it's just like a Rubik's cube. Um, yeah, 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 but at least that is like a worldwide recognizable symbol. What if beautiful? Yeah, it was Estonia and all they had was the pog face. <laughs> And Estonian, me, like, and po- me, Belle Delphine. <laughs> Estonian modern culture is uh, being very proud of the fact that they invented Skype. Yep, yep, um, true. Yep. And also that weird post-Soviet sport they invented called geeking. Have you guys seen <laughs> oh, that? It's yo, like, yeah, I'm geeked up. <laughs> First of all, K- you, you can't be proud of Skype anymore because literally a worldwide pandemic that is exactly for your brand and you fumbled the bag somehow. So yes, oh, yeah. on to geeking. Like, <laughs> yeah, geeking is uh, K-I-I-K-I-N-G. Oh, it's geeking. not geeking, G-E-E-K-I-N-G. So no, you're geeking. not you're not you're not geeking. geeked up. Okay. Geeking. Well, it's it's extreme care, it's extreme swinging. Like literally on a swing for children that you have to go the whole way over. That's what and the um, amount of times you go That's what Tony Blair calls it when he uses that app too to text uh, <laughs> certain Wait, people. They invented that? Yeah. I, didn't and we all try that though when we were kids? The Estonian <laughs> no, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Only one. No, they turned it into a sport and like every oh, time shit. you go over the bar, you get a point. I wanted to go Olympic, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh yeah, Ekra is that very, very yeah. I guess like all of Estonia, very online, but also mm-hmm. like in the bad way. Um their party is out because they were also involved in the scandal. Yes. And here the scandal is classic, like, overly financialized, neoliberalized country scandal, which is the last government collapsed due to COVID rebuilding money from the EU slash Estonian government going to Estonia's credit agency and then via that to a real estate development in Talents Harbor called Porto Franco. <laughs> I know. But, yeah. <laughs> that name, though. So... Yeah, right? Porto Franco, because Porto Hitler was too much. Um, It's just a little too obvious for Estonia. Um, Porto Stalin was worse. Um, So, what happened was, it's alleged the center party guaranteed the 63 euro million loan if, in exchange for that, they got 1 million euro sent to the party funds by the businessman who owns this, or the businessman, Hilar Tedar, whose son is running Porto Franco. Yes. <laughs> so that's, it's a construction project scandal it's, with money yeah. that was meant to go to small businesses to keep them running during the pandemic. Oh, it's God, a typical classic, public yeah. procurement fraud, yeah, that's which just, is that's, a thing. That's, that's, the most, that's the most normal fraud in all yeah, of Europe. so boring. <laughs> what, but what's so funny is that of the three countries we've covered today, each like scandal captures their political and economic situation so perfectly because Italy is just some like nonsense with their 5 million parties. The Netherlands is literally <laughs> psycho bureaucrats tracking people down. Like they're the Terminator telling them they owe 20,000 euros. <laughs> and that this is like, you know, I don't know, some fucking construction financial bullshit. Yeah. very. Uh, yeah. No, no, you're right. Cause it, like, it, like Italy's scandal was literally just the, the political equivalent of like old Italian men shouting at you on the street. Um, <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm from like, the coalition over here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know Conte? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then, yeah, you're right. The Dutch bureaucrats just like doing extreme austerity. Yep. We're not going to like take things any. We're not going to like cut public services anymore. You're going to pay us now. <laughs> just a match for every child that you get. You have to pay the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah child, oh, that's like the ecofash like yep. version of child benefits. For yep. every child you have, you have to pay money. Um, yeah, sick. Good stuff. I love it. Yeah, and Estonia is just <laughs> like some typical uh, public procurement <laughs> fraud. <laughs> yeah, we just had to move around this money because we don't know what to do with it. I just want, I just want, uh, you know, some nation just to break their stereotypes. I'm too, I'm, I'm too sick of this bullshit. You know, <laughs> I want, I want, I want the Italians maybe to, you know, start. Blowing up journalists investigating Fiat or something like that at the, you know, Fiat uh, 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 headquarters. You know, don't leave it up to the Germans, you know? Mm. Come on. I want, like, Banco d'Italia to start ripping off countries just as a whole. Ah. <laughs> oh. This is just this is racism, actually. If you ask me, yeah. <laughs> unrelated to that, um, we are announcing a new consulting venture where countries can hire us, and we can come up with new stereotypes for you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. New, possibly more profitable stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want to change? Got to test image? the market. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Greeks are actually highly organized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slovakians actually love, um, you know, lithium. That's yeah. that's a thing. The they Germans, just love lithium. Germans just enjoy La Deutsche Vita. La Deutsche Vita. <laughs> La Deutsche Vita. <laughs> yeah. Really into lithium mining. Yeah. Italians it. really want to just be Germans at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's the scandals. That's all three of the like countries that have imploded this week uh, from like governmental scandals. So that's been fun. It's fifteen days into this year. That's what I just realized. Yeah, <laughs> oh, keep yeah. them coming. There's a lot of imploding going on right now. So yeah, that's the that's the three countries fucking imploding, and that's like fun and stuff. Um, we have absolutely no sympathy for the cabal of ghoulish people who've deemed themselves worthy enough to elect like to run i don't know entire peninsulas and whatever the fuck um fuck them um but in something a bit more serious and uh kind of horrifying um horrifying in the sense that it was very hard to actually get news about this Mm -hmm. but um a 23 year old black man uh suffered a heart attack while in police custody uh after being arrested um his name was ibrahima barry yeah. Uh, he was he, he passed away on January 9th. Uh, this has resulted in pretty big protests in Brussels, uh, where he lived. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was arrested on the whole breaking the quarantine. Yeah, uh, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, he yeah. started filming during like his con- ID control. He started filming and then like flat the scene or something. That was the situation. Uh, this is kind of part of a trend in Belgium. Um, in August of 2020, there was a, a Slovak citizen who was killed while in police custody. Um, yep. Outraged there when uh, the person who like detained him also did a Nazi salute. So that's yep. not great. Um, but the protests have actually been quite big. One of the police stations in Belgium was set on fire. Uh, there's even reports of like rocks being thrown at the like king's car. Yeah, uh, who happened to be just like driving through the protest? It's fascinating because that is basically the like the reports that you see on this is basically only about that and not about the other incident. The oh, for sure, yeah. yeah reports. Five hundred uh, people the f- attending the protest, like about five hundred people, which is quite big for like Brussels, <laughs> especially during lockdown. Yes. Like a uh, a hundred and twelve administratively arrested. I'm not sure what that means. Um, we will probably go into this more detail at a later date especially when more stuff comes out uh we were basically talking in our chat about how how hard we're finding uh like getting information about this story even though it seems relatively big news like the the police station was on fire yeah definitely I saw videos. Uh, like, <laughs> like remember when that happened last year in america that was a big deal um but yeah we were we've resorted to looking at well, I've resorted to looking at Dutch news. Ugh, yeah, to figure the French-speaking ones are actually more 
like detailed on Honest. or more informative on on all of this because the Dutch news mm. are basically just well either not mentioning it or about the king. So <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. So um, yeah, check back in with us on that. Um, it's very strange how little this is being covered. That's all I'm going to say outside of like. I don't know. I felt like one Brussels English speaking article on it and then like that being reposted by like 20 Turkish outlets. That's what I found. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turkish media was on it. <laughs> yeah. The Turks are very happy that Brussels is falling apart, I guess. Um, I'm not going to look into that anymore. But uh, yeah, that's that's your quarter spady for this week. Um, sorry to end on a very serious and dour note, but that's the world, unfortunately. Oof. Yay. Um, in order to liven up the mood again, I brought back our good friend, um, the Prime Minister of Estonia, Bell Delphi. Oh, good. He- <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Is he here? I don't know. What's what's? Uh, what I am a she. Um, oh, okay. Yes, I just I just talk like this. I talk like an eighty-five-year-old man from Brooklyn. <laughs> nice. Don't ask why. Um, I uh, would just like to thank Cornish Beatty for having me onto the show today. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Estonia, come visit, come invest. Uh, I'm particularly talking to you, Svedbank. Uh, <laughs> I've not been cocked enough for you. Uh, follow my OnlyFans, uh, specifically you, Svedbank. Uh, my OnlyFans is, yes, the just country you. of Estonia. <laughs> Your OnlyFans just you privatizing. Yes, privatizing <laughs> but in... Sexy yeah. underwear. <laughs> exactly. Um, come uh, drink my bath water. Thank you. Well, it was lovely having you, Belle Delphine Sanders. Uh, um, she she just left. Um, <laughs> oh, we, I'll, 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 I'll hit her up later. Yeah, she'll <laughs> never she know me. you wanted to thank her. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, she's nice and stuff on the pop, but I don't think she, she doesn't respond to my like Twitter DMs. It's, it's a whole thing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, with that, that's been another Cornish Beatty. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye-bye.